Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, Spreaker, and, of course, my Blog Talk Radio community and those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later I will be sharing my audiobook selection of the week with you. Well, tonight I am excited because we have Dr. Angela Chester. She is returning, and she is going to be sharing with us how we can clear and, you know, deal with our emotional clutter. And, of course, later on I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. And I want to thank all of you out there who responded to my question it was name one sentimental item you were holding on to, and I am amazed at the range of stuff that you know we're all holding on to. I mean, I shared with you the little thing that I'm holding on that little paper bracelet that I'm holding on to because it allowed me access to the football players' lock, not only the football players' locker room, but I was able to walk on the field and then around the way and getting into the football players' locker room. So that was exciting for me as a football fan. So, yes, I still have that. But to hear some people are holding on to too many things with their moms. They're holding on to pictures. Someone has a watch strap from the first gift received from their husband 36 years ago. Of course, someone else has their wedding dress from 28 years ago. Somebody has a clothing from their first trip in Paris. Somebody has a tiny quartz crystal carved out of the banks of the Norman Skill Creek next to their childhood home. And then last but not least is somebody actually is holding on to a luggage tag that belonged to a man they briefly dated 38 years ago. Now I have, you know, I, I suggested maybe they get rid of that, but when they're ready. So um, before I bring on our guest, I would like to read her bio, but also I wanted to share with you six emotions chaining you to your clutter. Number one, it has sentimental value. Number two, it's a gift, as you heard, so you can't get rid of it. It may symbolize a dream. 
You pay good money for it. You think you need it someday, or you feel things are already a mess, and you, and I will never get it done. So those are some reasons why we hold on to stuff. But I guess Dr. Angela, as she's called, has built a career spanning more than 25 years and thousands of people counsel as a pastoral counselor and motivation coach. She has a deep passion for for showing others how to change their perspective to change their outcomes. She teaches people how to plan and reach solutions to look beyond the impossible. Dr. Angela has served as an associate pastor, public speaker, purpose coach, and has built a reputation as a thought leader on issues related to motivation and relationship counseling. She has appeared on numerous television shows and publications in addition to um, being a speaker for lots of groups and organizations. Dr. Chester currently is a member of the International Women's Leadership Association. She holds a degree in pastoral counseling and divinity from the Trinity Institute. She is the author of numerous books, including the best-selling Before You Tie the Knot, a premarital counseling workbook for the DIY couple. So now I'm going to bring Dr. Angela on so we can start our discussion. Hello, Dr. (laughs) Angela. Hello, Janet. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Now, as you heard, did you hear some of the things people are holding on to? I didn't even list some of the things. But what oh, my me goodness. Was as, yes, yes, luck, it is. It is amazing. Look, it's a luggage tag that belonged to a man I briefly dated 38 years ago. Wow. That's, that's that was too amazing. much. That's, that's yeah. too much. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that's too much. And because I know this person, I, I, I told her, I said, yeah, we're going to have to have a little discussion about that one. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, so, so we hold on to all that stuff. So, Dr. Angela, what is emotional clutter? Because like, I know clutter is beyond what we can see and we can touch. So what is it? Well, it's it's really interesting because um, I would like to answer the question to kind of give you an example because I like okay. to try to give people as much of a visual as possible when I give an answer so that they can figure out if they have this emotional clutter or not, okay? So when we're thinking about emotional clutter, I want you to think about fear and worry, regret or guilt, Toxic relationships or negative self-talk. So emotional clutter are those things that cause us to become out of balance. The same way that we would have any other type of clutter in our lives, some of us have physical clutter, uh, which is definitely what you deal with with all that stuff. you got to let that stuff go. I guess I kind of deal with the emotional clutter of the things that we're holding on to that can become locked in our bodies, that can be locked in our psyche, that can become locked in our even our spiritual beliefs of who we are and how we're supposed to interact with the world. Mm. So I know with physical clutter, you know, it impacts people because, you know, it's so much stuff in their home that they can't live comfortably, they can't find things. So how does the emotional clutter 
play into, like, how does it impact us? I mean, you know, with the anger, the fear. Right. That is that is such a, a good question. Um, when we're when we're dealing with fear and worry, um, we need to try to figure out what is it that's really bothering us. To give you an example, so when we look at how something affects us, we should look at how does it physically affect us, how does it mentally affect us, and how does it spiritually affect us. Physically, I'm literally talking about how is it affecting your body. Many times when we're dealing with stuff, be it that it's a toxic relationship or it's fear and worry or it's guilt and regret, physical bodies will start to manifest what we're dealing with. So are you constantly dealing with headaches? Are you dealing with um, having an upset stomach all the time? Do you feel that you have um, problems with circulation? Are you dealing with high blood pressure? There are so many things that when we start to look at it from a very homeopathic point of view, when we look at it from a holistic point of view, we notice that we are able to connect the dots to certain things that are going on in your life, to other things that are going on in your life as well. Mentally, the same things will happen. We will start to um, kind of carry that, if you will, in, in our beliefs about ourselves. We will start to act out, if you will, because we're starting to believe that certain things are true, be it that we've overheard a conversation or um, someone has said something to us, like, in our physical space, and we've chosen to hold on to that information, if it starts to affect us mentally, then we can fall into anxiety and depression we can start to um, feel as though we are lonely, even though you're in a room full of people. Um, many times it will even affect us to the point where we don't want to interact with people the way that we used to interact with them because we are fearful, because you are worried about what someone else is going to say, what someone else is going to do, so on and so forth. So it has an effect on you that way. Spiritually, um, it can have an effect on you, and that's what we're talking about, especially toxic relationships. Many times we're in relationships and that person is pulling you away from your faith, and because you love that person so much, you care for that person so much, and you're trying to make them happy, they have allowed you to pull you away from your belief system or to a different belief system or to a non-existent belief system, but they have allowed you to stop doing what you would normally do, and for someone who would say, I'm a spiritual person, it affects you because you no longer are grounded in what you believe to be true. You're trying to do what someone else wants you to do spiritually in order to make that other person happy, but yet you've sacrificed your own happiness and you are no longer happy nor are you grounded in your belief system any longer. Wow. That's a lot. And you know what? I don't think sometimes people realize that that clutter, that clutter, I mean, the physical clutter, you know, you can see it, but that emotional clutter, it weighs down on you. Like you said, you don't want to be around anybody and you just begin to, you know, have fear and worry. So, 
when somebody comes to that place in their life and they realize that there is emotional clutter in their life, how can they begin to deal with it? Mhm, mhm. Good question. And one way there's there's always an acronym, right? <laughs> there's there's always some way for <laughs> us to to uh, remember what it is that we need to do. So one way, and and I wanted to think of something that was really really simple for your listeners, um, and that is the word ape, A P E. So the first thing that you need to do is assess. What's going on? Now, people who follow me on social media, you guys know that I I use the hashtag reflect, um, self-reflection, those types of things. You have to stop doing what you're doing. And I, I mean physically stop, have a seat, and ask yourself, what is happening in my world? What is going on? And assess the situation. If we notice that when the the people that we give a certain amount of power to, like EMTs, first responders, our military, what is one of the first things that they do? You have to assess the situation. You don't just go in blindly. You just don't go in with assumptions. You really truly find out what the facts are. So A is assess your situation and figure out what is going on. The P is plan a new action or plan a new attack, meaning you need to do something different because what you've been doing isn't working. It isn't helping you. It hasn't helped you create a sense of balance. If you are feeling sad, depressed, lonely, angry, um, kicked off all the time, if you're just every morning you get up and you go, what is happening in my life? Like, really, what is going on in my life? I go to work, I come home, and all I want to do is go to sleep, or I just want to eat, take a shower, and go to bed. Like, you don't feel like you are living a life. You feel that you are just simply existing, Then you definitely need to plan a new action. And that action can be different according to what you're dealing with. If you're, if you're dealing with fear and worry, then you need to ask yourself, of course, the assessment, what am I worried about? What am I fearful of? Am I actually afraid of a real thing that is happening? Or am I afraid of a hypothetical thing, of a thing that has not even happened? It may not even happen, but I'm worried about it potentially happening, and it's gotten me all up in a nut. Are you assessing from a sense of regret or guilt? Did you do something and it was truly an accident, but you're still beating yourself up about it? You got to let that go. Um, Did you have an opportunity that slipped through your hands and you should have jumped on that opportunity? Okay. Don't beat yourself up about that missed opportunity. Instead, be ready, get ready, create a new opportunity. Is it a toxic relationship? Let that relationship go. Whoever that person is, you have to figure out how do I see this person less or not at all in order for me to become balanced again. And with the negative self-talk, come on now, we have to stop. 
talking about ourselves to ourselves. We have to start feeding ourselves some positivity. Now, be it that you are doing that from a spiritual point of view, meaning like you're you're reading your scripture um, more often and you are able to quote scripture back to yourself and you're reminding yourself that you are blessed and highly favored or you're reminding yourself that you are the head and not the tail, or if you're simply doing that, you know, from quotes, and that's what's inspiring you. The word says I'm possible, not impossible. Those types of things. You have to assess, plan a new action, and the E is evaluate. If you don't go back and evaluate what you have put into action, you're going to end up right back in the same situation that you were in before because you've allowed it to just kind of, I don't want to say run amok, but potentially derail itself. So if you're evaluating monthly or you're evaluating yourself quarterly, then by the end of the year, you should be able to go back and say, hey, look at all of my growth. Look at what I worked on. Look at what I maintained, and this is what I want to work on for next month or next quarter, or this is what I would like to accomplish next year. We are able to uh, do this when it comes to our jobs. We're able to do this when it comes to, you know, our work. But surprisingly enough, people tend to think that they can't do this with their lives. When in actuality, if you can run your business, you should be able to run your life. If you can do your particular job, if you can, if you can do your work thing well, then if you take that same time, if you take that same patience with yourself, if you take that same planning attitude with your life, then you will be able to see where, where have I gone off course a little bit and what do I need to do. That's, you know, and I was listening to what you were saying and, and and you're right because sometimes you do have to you have to assess and you just have to do a plan of attack and I think for me my plan of attack was I always felt like I was constantly doing but in my own mind I didn't I wasn't thinking I was doing anything until I got out a big post it and every time I did something I wrote it down so that gave me my own validation. It's like, wait a minute, Janet, you are accomplishing things. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not, you know, the way you thought it would look, but look at what you've done. You, 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 you did a workshop and training here. You were able to do this here. So that helps me a lot. And, and also some of the things that I do now is I make sure that I listen to motivational tapes. I, you know, get up every morning and I read my Bible. So those things help me. So you are so right in about you know, just incorporating those things, having a plan of attack to, you know, prevent that depression and, and anxiety, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one thing that most people that are successful in whatever they do, because this is not industry related, meaning like this isn't just people that are in the medical field or people that are in engineering, like it's not industry specific, but people that are successful in whatever they do, there really are habits or traits or certain characteristics that these people have learned to do or they simply kind of possess because that's their personality type. And one of those things is listening to motivational things, especially in a world now where we have motivational podcasts and, and all of that. You are able to find someone who 
who says it the way that you need to hear it. Do you understand what I mean by that? Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're all mm-hmm. saying kind of the same thing. We're all saying live your best life. But someone doesn't understand what, well, what is my best life? And how do I live it if I don't even know what it is in the first place? So you have to find that person that explains, that's able to articulate what your best life means, and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I want to do. Once you find that person, listen to that person. If they're daily or if they're weekly or whatever, if you can't catch them every day, then you need to at least listen to them once a week. Commit to Monday's going to be my day. And, um, like, I follow you on social media. Because you have great advice. And I look at how you are giving people suggestions on how to organize their physical world, but people will be so surprised that in just cleaning up your physical world, how you are able to help with your mental capacity, how you are able to deal with your spiritual capacity, and what I mean by that is how you're able to expand and grow, how you're able to now absorb even more into a particular position or into a a particular place in your life because there's no more clutter in another place. You can have all the shoes in the world, but if you don't have anywhere to put them, then you're not going to really know if you have that pair of shoes that you're really looking for because they're out of sight, they're out of reach, you're, you're not able to, like, you know, put your eye on it. The same holds mm-hmm. true with the things that we need in our spiritual life. If you're not putting that word into your spirit, then when you need to pull something out when you're looking for that spiritual pair of shoes, you're not able to find them because either you never put them in in the first place, meaning you never read that particular scripture, or you put mm-hmm. it so far back in the back you forgot that you had it, meaning you read that so long ago that you don't need, you can't even recall it because it's not fresh to your memory. There are so many ways that I look at what you do and go, oh, my gosh, and, you know, I know you, you know, you, you give me the little thumbs up and stuff, but I'm going, oh, my gosh, that is so good. That's something that I need to write down. So when someone is talking about their physical limitations or their physical um, incapacities, I can also show them how they're probably feeling clogged spiritually as well. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Angela, my question before you give the listeners how they can reach you, how do you keep yourself you know, emotionally clutter-free because you are constantly giving to other people. I mean, between your Motivational Mondays and then your, as I know, was it a Wisdom Word word Wednesdays and all Wednesdays the stuff and the, the speaking uh-huh. and, the, and, and, and you do the TV show and the radio shows and you're constantly giving out to people. So how do you, like, what are some things you do so you know to keep yourself motivated and you know that get that you know emotionally clutter free. Of course, that is a that is a great question. So one of the uh, well, I'll I'll kind of give you a few of the things. I do exactly what I tell my clients to do. I do what I share with everyone else. So if there is something going on and I know that I have a super busy week, then I know that I need to sit down, 
on Sunday evening, and I need to map out my week. I need to plan it out. I need to be where, with whom, what do I need to bring with me? Like, you know, do I need to bring something, or do I just simply need to show up? What is expected of me? How much time do I need to fill? How much prep time do I need for that? All of those planning types of things. Um, another thing that I do is I listen to motivational things in the morning as well. When I go on my walk or I go on my on my morning run or whatever it is that I'm doing, even if it's just, you know, sitting there and I'm going to do a couple of sit-ups, instead of listening to a lot of music, I try to put those motivational things in me as well. So, yes, YouTube videos with motivational stuff on it, I'm listening to that as well because it gets me going. It reminds me of who I believe myself to be. It reminds me of what it is that I have to accomplish. And last but not least, I try to make sure that I'm eating properly. Now, I know that people kind of discount that, but the more I eat fast food, the more sluggish I feel, the more cloudy I feel. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not knocking a Big Mac or, you know, a two-piece or, or anything like that. What I'm saying is is that if that's all I eat for every single meal of the week, then I'm not going to be able to perform at my, at my peak, at my optimum best, because I just don't have the live foods, I just don't have the nourishment in me to be able to give it out. So for me, it's really, really, really important that I am aware of what I'm eating, even if that means that I just have to get, you know, a juice in the morning or I make sure that I have more water than I have soda or I, I make sure that, you know what, I'm going to have to pass on the, on the salty peanuts or something like that. It's just those little things of just paying attention to what needs to happen for you. There might be someone going, well, Dr. Angela, you know what? I need a burger every single day. Okay. Well, if you feel that you need that burger every single day, then maybe you need to give up the chips or perhaps you need to let the, the diet coat go or whatever it is. But it's just making sure that um, I, am, I, am putting, I am putting in good stuff so that I can give out some good stuff. And that is and that is so true because one of the things I was sharing with someone today is that there's lots of foods that I like, but I know that I should not be eating them, so therefore they do not come through my front door. Now, if I'm out <laughs> and I see it, I will enjoy mm-hmm. it. You know, I've gotten into the habit, like when I work from home, when I get up in the morning and I have my breakfast, I will make my lunch so that I'll make sure that I've got my healthy lunch, I've got my snacks, my bananas, my water, my fruit, and making it. You're right. I can no longer. I learned years ago, you eat that Big Mac or that oh, a group of us, we would go mm-hmm. out to lunch and we would have the fried chicken and the mashed potatoes. Well, you know what happened after lunch, Dr. Angela. Nobody mm-hmm. was productive. So, <laughs> so yeah. So it, that all works into, like you said, it just works all the whole, it's the holistic approach to really just better managing not only the emotional clutter but the physical clutter as well. Well, you know, Dr. Angela, I could talk to you all night, but I know you yes. got to go. So how can <laughs> listeners get connected with you, you know, make sure they get connected and get all of your inspirational stuff as well? 
Thank you so much, Janet. I appreciate that. Um, I have tried to be as organized as I possibly can, and you can go to drangelachester.com. That's D-R-A-N-G-E-L-A-C-H-E-S-T-E-R. Dot com And you can find everything there. The radio show, Daily Spark with Dr. Angela. You can find the TV show, Daily Spark TV, as well as the listings for my podcast, my books, my upcoming speaking engagements, uh, the Monday Motivation, or even the Wednesdays in the Word. So I try to put everything there, make it a one-stop shop for you. So if you, can, if you can get there, then you can find me where I am in all the other places, including social media. I am usually Dr. Angela Chester on Facebook and on Twitter, and I'm Dr. Angela C. if you're looking for me on Instagram. And listeners, you know how I do. You can go directly to the show page, click on Dr. Angela, and it will take you directly to her website. So I thank you so much, Dr. Angela. Continue to have a great week, and I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, listeners. Have a great day, everyone. Hi, I'm Deanna Williams, an on-air personality at 100.3 WRMB Radio 1 Philadelphia and a proud client of Janet Taylor and Totally Organized. Several years ago, I reached out to Janet, had her come to my home, and when I tell you that she whipped my closet and office in shape, believe me. In fact, I still use a lot of the techniques and strategies that she imparted to me Uh, To this very day, I'm very pleased to say that I have a very organized closet. Everything is in order, shoes, boots, clothes, everything color-coordinated. I use the same hangers. It's a beautiful sight. In fact, I'm very proud. But I have Janet to thank for assisting me. And also, I was so impressed with her to the point where periodically she is a commentator on my Soulful Sunday show where she shares with the audience of the Delaware Valley and the world because we stream on the internet her insightful tips on how to stay organized and be a more effective human being. I love Janet and so should you. And that was the wonderful Deanna Williams and I love Deanna too so I'm sending her love right now. Well, our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audio book of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download the title for free and start listening. It's that easy. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is Breaking Up With Your Stuff, Emotional Homework to End Your Toxic Relationship with Your Clutter. And it's a professional organizing coach. She argues that we all in the toxic relationships with our stuff and that we've got to get some serious thinking to do before we can expect to make a lasting positive change. In this book, she explores the common emotional barriers to people reducing consumption and ownership from personal feelings of anxiety, guilt, and regret to our faith in the omnipresent American illusion that stuff is a direct path to happiness. So, again, 
The book is Breaking Up With Your Stuff, The Emotional Homework to End Your Toxic Relationship with the Clutter Culture. Well, listeners, that was an awesome interview with Dr. Angela Chester. She shared with us some things about emotional clutter and how we can work through the stuff. And and it's just like some little things you can do each and every day. And I do all of those things. I listen to inspirational and motivational things. You know, I read my Bible. I pray. I meditate. But I also eat healthy as well because I realize when I take care of better care of Janet and her body, um, I am more focused and I can do what I love to do, which is, you know, last week I was not here because I made a vow to myself that leading up to my 55th birthday, which will be next month, I was going to make sure I had every test. So I've had the mammogram. I had the annual exam, and last week I had the colonoscopy. So because of the prep, I didn't think it would be a good idea for me to try to do the podcast. And I am glad that I don't have to do that for another five years. But when we really, truly begin to take care of our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, we can live an organized life, and we can really begin to get rid of the toxic stuff, whether it is emotional whether it is physical, um, out of our lives. Well, are you tired of living with piles? Are you ready to find things the first time you look? Do you want to better manage your time and your life? Then you want to join the Get My Life Totally Organized Facebook group and become a member of a community that will support and nurture you on your journey to living an organized life. It's a safe place where you can post questions, photos, and videos of your organizing challenges and receive strategies that will help you get your life in order. For an investment of $7 a month, you have access to personal strategies from me. I do a live organizing Q&A. You can participate in the Organize 365 Challenge where every single day I challenge them to get rid of something. And you can be the first to see the product review. And I'm excited because the next couple of weeks, we are going to be talking about nothing but time, everything dealing with time. I am going to be helping them with their time management strategies, dilemmas, challenges, whatever they are. And that's what being a part of this group means. It means you have access to me, but also to a community of other people who are on their journey to live in an organized life. And you can get to test the group out for just a dollar for the first 30 days. There's no long-term commitment. Um, Most of the members have been a member of this group for over a year because it's a nurturing, it's a community, it's a tribe of people together who are on their journey, who are getting rid of stuff, who are getting their lives in order, and who know that I am there going to be on this journey with them. So go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, read about the group, test it out for 30 days for a dollar. After that, it will be $7 monthly commitment, but $7 is the cost of a coffee or something. So please check us out. Well, now it's time for Taylor's Tip Time, letting go of the emotional stuff. And as I read with you 
Some of you are, you know, people have shared. They're holding on to a lot of things. And it's, and all of these things, with the exception of one, I would not, you know, the woman to watch Strat from her first, the date she had with her first husband, you know, her husband, and they've been married for 36 years. Um, wedding dresses, pieces of, of momentums from childhood homes. So, Letting go of your emotional stuff, my story. First of all, it has sentimental value. And I'm going to go through some of the things that was listed earlier. It has sentimental value. And with my mom's stuff, I limited myself to one container. So, you know, she had a a three-bedroom apartment, but I limited the things that I decided to keep to one container. And I used the trunk for storage and, of course, I have a tin can, which I love, and I just happen to put my pearls in there. So I do have sentimental stuff. I got it as a gift, so I can't get rid of it. Well, there was a dollhouse that my mother gave me as a child, and I loved it. I cherished it to the point where I was moving from one apartment to the other. It was still in the box. But you know what? I let that go because I realized I enjoy playing with that that dollhouse I wasn't going to play with it anymore, so therefore I don't. I gave it to somebody. I actually sold it, and the same with my Noah's Ark. And the Noah's Ark gave me great joy because the little kids in the classroom now actually have an ark with Noah. They had the and the animals because at the beginning I think they had the Noah and they had an ark, but they didn't have the animals. Now they have everything. Number three, letting go of a dream. The stuff symbolizes. I gave away all the supplies for sewing and craft. I no longer need it. But you know what? It gives me joy because now there is a young lady who is on her way to, you know, a career in fashion and design because I gave her my supplies. I, you know, I mean, I gave her a lot of supplies, so that gives me joy as well. I pay good money for it. Get rid of them, and I'm going to buy myself something new. So sometimes you have to get rid of things, but there are also other ways. If you pay good money for it, then there there are consignment things, and there's online consignment. There's thread up. There's silk rolls. Um, So there are other ways you can get things. You don't need to hold on to that stuff because you want something new. You want to make one for something new. And what if I need it someday? Well, there was a rack my mother bought. To, to cook chicken, she wanted to when she cooked chicken in the oven, she could put it on the rack. She had it, she never used it. Well, when she passed away, I inherited. Seventeen years later, the rack store had not gotten used, so I decided to donate it. So it has sentimental value. Think about just maybe narrowing and limiting the amount of stuff you have. You got it as a gift. Let somebody else enjoy it. You know, let go of the dream of the stuff because maybe, yes, it helped you in that moment. Give it to someone else and help them with their dream. I paid good money for it. Well, you know, you're not going to make any money by it just hanging in the closet, consuming with it. And if you need it someday, it's just taking a valuable real estate for something that you, you can use and love. So those are my Taylor's tip times for this week. Now, Have you been working on getting organized and feeling that you need someone to guide you from start to finish? Well, let's talk so I can share how I can get 
that helped get you back on track and get organized on my virtual session. So with a virtual session, basically, well, virtually, we can either do Zoom, we can do Skype, we can do FaceTime. You show me your project, you show me the area you want to organize, and I will give you strategies on organizing, and we can all do this virtually. I have clients in Singapore. I have clients all over the world, and I help them. Some of us just have conversations because more or less it's a time management issue. But then there are other times I need to see it. So go to my contact page, schedule a 30-minute session so I can help you on your journey to living an organized life. I want to thank you for following me on social media. And for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing, please continue to do so. I'm continuing to upload things on my YouTube page, so check that out. Make sure you check out my Pinterest board as well because I do have a Pinterest board on emotional clutter. And day is Monday, so you know what tomorrow is. It is Toss It Tuesday. So I want you to start selling and donating those toys that you're holding on sentimentally that you haven't played with to make room for the the ones you, you do use and love. So remember that. Now, my app suggestion for this week is Archive. Archive, because it will help you preserve the photos, the mementos, et cetera, visually, so you may not have to keep them uh, a physical copy. My product suggestion is the Homestead Museum frame. You need to protect the, your treasures behind the frame glass to avoid damage and dirt. So you may have something, a momentum that you want to protect. So it is the Homestead Museum frame. My repurpose suggestion are using old trays, perfume, repurposing old cups into jewelry um, holders. So that way you can hold on to those items as well. My app suggestion, product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion you can find on my Pinterest page. And I have a board of products to help you stay organized, apps to help you stay organized, and my repurposed um, products as well. And also, for those of you who don't know, I have an Amazon shop now. So on the show page, click it, and there will be all types of products that will help you live an organized life from hangers to storage containers to craft things to bathrooms to kitchens, you name it. And I'm constantly adding products. So be sure to check it out and like the page as well. Well, my quote for this week is, clearing clutter, be it physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, brings about ease and inspires a sense of peace, calm, and tranquility. Again, clearing clutter, be it physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, brings ease and inspires a sense of peace and tranquility. So my upcoming podcast is next week we're going to be getting organized before the end of December. I'll be just sharing some last-minute tips to help you conquer that clutter before September, before the fall. Then in September, we'll be getting organized his or her closet with Felicia Wallace-Benton. Then we'll be keys to mastering procrastination and donating from a stuffed closet, closet um, an organizing company 
not an organizer, an organization that donates clothes to people, Closet USA, Closet P-A-U-S-A. I'm probably not saying it right, but I promise by the next show I will have it right. But it's a wonderful organization here in Philly, and I thought it would be great because sometimes we just need to hear how us benefiting our and donating our clothes can benefit others as well. So this has been a wonderful uh, show this evening. I thank you so much for listening, and be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, and on your social media networks. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next, you have a clutter-free day, but have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. 